There's just so much more to hear. Download our podcasts at DubaiEye1038.com. The chef and also technology uh, expert Nick Rago is joining us in the studio live. Drive Live talks technology. So, Nick, good to see you. How are we doing today? We, we are good. I'm, I'm struggling to get my mic and my headphones sorted. I, you would think I would get this down for how long I've been doing the show, but just every time something or other happens, apologies. Sorry, Nick. It's just that we want to try and make things as difficult for you yes. as possible. <laughs> yes. We try. So, we try. We've got quite a lot to get through today, yes. actually, Nick. Uh, quite a lot to get through. Indeed. So we'll start, I think we should start actually where uh, we often start, which is of course uh, Emma's favourite part of the show when she <laughs> sat here. It is. It is of course Rubbish Kickstarter. Rubbish Kickstarters. So talk us through what we have on offer today. Now sometimes we have clips from the Rubbish Kickstarter mm-hmm. and today it's not quite possible because no. of course this video is silent in particular. Yes. And it's also a case of you need to see it to believe it. You do. Really. You, yeah. yeah. And it's 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 one of those things that I think all of us do every time, every sort of day. It's a very mundane task and that is washing the dishes. All right. There are loads of people who, uh, you know, you look at a pile of dishes and you think, oh, I'm going to do it tomorrow and then tomorrow becomes the next day and the next and you just, before you know it, you're eating out of paper plates and napkins. <laughs> so unless you, you know. You're still a student, Nick. Yeah. <laughs> well, but yeah, so that's, I mean, I think a lot of people don't necessarily enjoy washing dishes and that's what the starter is, uh, is about. So basically, this is the Smart QSJ and it is a, quote, intelligent dishwashing system. It's a piece of plastic. It, well, it's a piece of plastic that eventually will <laughs> wash the dishes. It's quite a large piece of plastic and it just... It's so cumbersome to it, have in your kitchen. Well, I mean, you may you may say that, but somebody else will think if this saves me having to stand there and wash dishes, then it's, I'm all for it. So what it is, it's basically it's it's kind of like a like an extension of your hand. It's basically like a massive claw, and what you do is you you put a dish or a, or a bowl or whatever it is in this claw, and you press a button, and it kind of holds it in place, and then a motor rotates whatever it's holding mm-hmm. around, and then a brush basically rubs across the surface and the underside of the dish, and that's how it cleans it now forgive me if i'm going wrong somewhere with this nick but normally when you are kind of um washing up it's quite a simple thing to do really (laughs) it's not that complicated (laughs) i think it's just the thought of people people have a standing there you've got to you know scrub scrub all the food and whatever it is then rinse it out then dry it and then hang it up i think i think just some people just really loathe doing the dishes and so anything you know no matter how absurd it sounds anything that they can find that'll make that that much easier for them they're happy to throw money on and this is I think one of those inventions but it doesn't dry your dishes or anything does oh, no, it no, 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 you no. still have to stick them in a rack yeah you still have to stick them in a rack you still have to actually do the whole you know <laughs> sort of shake the water out and then dry them in the rack but the the washing thing I think is what gets the people just kind of standing there and so if you just put this thing in a claw and you press the trigger and three seconds later you have a clean dish I guess I can see the appeal of it mm. uh, but just the way it's constructed and the fact you've, you've of course got to charge it um, so in the middle of washing dishes if it runs out of charge then you're you know sorry you're kind of messed up you have to do it the old fashioned way now the thing is it says oh okay it'll only take three seconds to yeah. wash the dishes yes. which on paper sounds amazing mm-hmm. but it's three seconds per dish how long do you think it normally takes to wash a dish you know it's not, it can't be well it's not that long no, is it well, well not when you yeah. kind of dunk scrub scrub dunk rack yeah yeah 
So <laughs> and I'm washing not, the, the I'm not. I'm not seeing the time saving. Yeah, and and also I think you know with. with with three seconds, I don't know how clean your plates are genuinely going to be in three seconds. I, you know, I I would spend at least like maybe ten seconds minimum on a dish to make sure that it's all scrubbed up and, and you know there's no food or anything anything stuck to the plate before moving on to the next dish. And I think if you're washing in three seconds, then maybe there's some questionable hygiene involved. And what I was going to say because I saw the video to this, and basically they're holding it under a tap of running water, yeah. right? Basically. So at what point do they put the washing liquid yeah. on it to actually clean, <laughs> clean the plate? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's maybe like... it's like secretly dispensed in the brushes or something. I don't know. It's just a it's a really weird concept. And it almost looks like some sort of toy that you would give a child rather than something you'd use in the kitchen. But that's not the important question. The important question is how much were they looking for and how much would you pay for this? Oh, I can't begin to think. So I'm going to go first with with uh, how much would you pay for this device that washes your dishes in supposedly three seconds? How much would you pay, NLT? I'm paying nothing for it because it's <laughs> rubbish. Okay? The grand sum of zero dollars. Yeah, okay. not even a single cent. Okay, Emma, what about you? I'm going to go for something stupid like uh, fifteen seventy-five. Is that fifteen dollars? Yes. Okay, right. All right. Um, well, you got to break out your checkbooks because this nifty device for a super Kickstart only pricing you can get for $269. No, no, you're, no, this is a lie. This is definitely a lie, Nick. Actually, it is a lie because the Kickstarter price is $99, but once that's expired, you, the normal retail price is $269. I can't cope. So you're going to be spending, what, close to 800 dirhams on this sort of mechanical cloth thing to wash your dishes. You could probably buy a small countertop dishwasher for that <laughs> was, amount of money. That was exactly what I was you thinking. You could pay me that kind of money. I will come around and wash your dishes for you. I don't mind. You but, might even bake cookies. Yeah, I might even bring cookies. Yeah. And so they were looking to raise a whopping $2,000 to make this happen. I don't know how. Uh, they have raised a staggering $0. <laughs> uh, and are we surprised by no. this? Not really. Yeah. Do we think this is, you know... Oh, I just rub it there. Words escape me as well in LT. Trust me, it's terrible. But is this one of the ones where if they don't get all the funding, they don't get any money, or is this? No, this one is on Indiegogo. So whatever money they raise, if they don't, even if they don't hit their target, they will get whatever they've raised so far. They get to keep it. So they get a grand total of zero dollars. Yes, but do you know what? How much do you think it costs them to make the prototype, Nick, for the video? Uh, maybe a couple of hundred dollars, I would say. Cause it, I would say it yeah. wasn't cheap. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it looks, it genuinely looks like something that they've, you know, taken some time and, and effort to mold everything, mold the plastic, make sure it actually works. It is a working prototype. It does look like it would clean dishes in three seconds, but it's not something that I would ever imagine having in my kitchen. Yeah. No, me neither. I yeah, think terrible. a dishwasher makes more sense. Yeah, and especially yeah. at that price, two hundred and something dollars. No, thank you. I mean, what what's that in dirham now? It's, it's nearly a thousand dirhams. Yeah, I guess. And how almost. much? How much is a dishwasher? Like, just generally, let's just have a look now. Yeah, you could get a dishwasher for a thousand dirham. Wow, quite a decent one. Done. Yeah. Done. So really, let's th- you know. Yeah. It's. They're, they're doing themselves out of a job, yeah, really, yeah. at that Yeah, I, I don't think these people have even heard of dishwashers. Or maybe they just think that, you know, sometimes... I mean, genuinely, yeah, there are some scenarios where you don't have an outlet in your kitchen or bathroom to install a dishwasher. And that's probably where, where they thought this would come in handy. Mm. But it's just it's just such a such a weird idea. It looks more like something that would fling plates yeah. across the kitchen. <laughs> maybe you'd be, yeah. you'd be standing there washing your dishes and your spouse says some, something silly and you just like, let go of the trigger and it flies in your face. Now, so, if yeah. if there was a device at 200 and something dollars, a thousand dirham, that would take my plates to the dishwasher and stack them once they were clean, <laughs> take all my money, Nick. I, I think I that's what your husband's for. 
That's true. <laughs> That's why he's away so much. <laughs> Just realised. Fear of dishes. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what phobia that is. But anyway, all right. But okay. yeah, it's a no for me for this Kickstarter. So definitely a no from all of us. Terrible. Aisha, what do you think about uh, the rubbish Kickstarter this week? It. I mean, when I saw it, I couldn't believe. I, it took me a while to figure out what it was. And... Yeah, I can't understand. I mean, you said fifteen dollars. I I can't understand how anyone would want any money for this, and it's made of like plastic. I know, and it looks like a torture device. It's, it's it <laughs> if you're listening to this, thinking, what are they talking about? Head over to the Dubai Eye Facebook page because we put a picture. Uh, up of this week's rubbish Kickstarter. So have a look at it. It does look very strange. Um, it looks, yeah, I think you're right with a torture device. It looks very, very strange. And I like the fact that it's in bright green. Yes. Green is so clean, you maybe. Can, you that's, can spot it in your kitchen or something like that. That's probably the only redeemable feature about it. Yeah. Yes. Lime okay. green. Let's leave the rubbish Kickstarter <laughs> there. Or let's, you know, transfer it directly to the bin next to the dishes because we will not be using it in our house. Anyway, Nick is here. Uh, Nick Rago is happy to answer your tech questions. If you have a query, we were very busy last week, so we didn't get to all of them. So if you don't want to be left out, text us for double zero one. Or if you have the Dubai Eye app, you can, of course, message us for free. If you want to call Nick and uh, have a conversation with him about your tech query, the number is 04871 5500. We're going to be discussing uh, a few tech stories coming up. Now, Nick, can I guesstimate that you're excited about the thought of a foldable phone? I am. I am. I am slightly amused and intrigued. Yeah, that voice sounded more intrigued than uh, excited. (laughs) It's different. It is. Um, I mean, it reminds me of being in high school when a flip flip phone, phone, (laughs) uh, yeah, a flip phone was, um, you know, all the rage. I had a hot pink one. Of course um, you did. Naturally. Was it bedazzled? Oh, no, Nick. I am not a sparkly person. Shame, shame. No, pink is okay. Sparkly uh, and I don't mix. <laughs> but yes, if you have a tech question, whether it's about flip phones, sparkles or anything of a tech nature, Nick is ready and waiting. Drive Live talks technology. We are talking technology on the programme today. Our guest is Nick Rago from Tech Radar. And uh, we're talking cookies, but we're also talking tech. Nick, you've been baking, but let's start with uh, something that we thought we might have left in the past. It's a foldable phone, and it's by Samsung, and it's going to be released this year. Yeah. It's one of these things where, you know, you look at it and you think, do we need this? Do we need a foldable phone in our lives? But the answer is, yeah, why not? Because if the tech is there, then and so be it. And Samsung has kind of been one of those pioneers where they have demonstrated flexible uh, displays in the past, uh, just sort of the proof of concept. Uh, and now they're saying that they're actually going to be releasing the, the, the their first foldable phone before the end of this year. Now, there's no sort of guarantee that you'll be able to buy it in 2019, but Samsung definitely wants to uh, showcase this to public. It's going to be, uh, it's codenamed at the moment Samsung Galaxy X, but um, this is sort of the first time that Samsung have basically come out and said, yes, we are actually working on something. You are going to see something by the end of this year, uh, as confirmed by their um, mobile division CEO, uh, G- DJ Co. So it's an interesting concept. Now, um, the thought thought of having a foldable phone obviously means that your phone is a lot more compact, you know, like the good old days of the flip phone back in the, in the 90s and things like that. Um, it makes it a lot more compact and you can use the folded the folded mode of the phone to, you know, quickly look at notifications and make quick replies and things like that. And when you want to, say, you know, look at the full, uh, full web page, for example, or you want to browse something with the full display, you simply open up the phone and you have your full display, you know, then and, then and there. Um, so it's an interesting way to kind of see how the phone itself has 
has evolved. We have seen some phones that have prototyped with two displays that kind of fold into each other like a book. We've seen um, phones that have an e-ink display on the back for notifications and things like that. So Samsung coming out with a foldable uh, phone is you know, a pretty cool idea. And it's, it's one of these things that we'd definitely be looking at closely to see if it's something that other phone manufacturers would want to adopt as well, because it's a very, very cool idea to, uh, to, to show people. Does it make them a lot more fragile, though, foldable phones? This is one of the things I think Samsung has to sort of hit the nail on the head with, because if they go wrong with this, if there's something, um, you know, with the way the, the, the thing bends that is too fragile, that, you know, isn't going to be able to put up with the wear and tear of everyday use, then it's going to be a one massive flop. Or some mm. other manufacturer may look at the idea, figure out a way to engineer it better and come out with the iPhone. So it's definitely something that Samsung, uh, no doubt, would have looked at because you can't have something uh, as delicate as a, as a phone screen that's foldable and have, you know, have it basically snap if you bend it the yeah. wrong way or something like that. So I think it's definitely something that Samsung will be looking at. Um, likewise, it, you know, like I said, it is something that they're going to be showing us before the end of the year. So hopefully whatever they're doing with the Galaxy X, it will be quite innovative and it'll be something that'll put up with the general wear and tear of everyday use. And uh, definitely one of the things will be <laughs> if, if, if can resist <laughs> dropping your phone like a million times a day like I do. I don't know. I quite, I quite like the fact that we left foldable phones behind, <laughs> to be honest with you. I know. it was that. What was the other one? It wasn't a flip, though. It was a slide, you know, the ones from the matrix the razor yeah Yeah. oh goodness yeah the motorola razor one Mm. was another one and yeah there was a nokia one there was the kitkat one um, the KitKat one. It was a really small one, the red one with the really tiny buttons. Oh, okay. Okay. It wasn't foldable, but there was another one. There was a nine, 900, 9000 series yeah. where if you answered it, when you hit answer, the phone would automatically slide up and then oh. you could like talk on the phone. Nice. It very was, cool. It was crazy. I'm going to look up the model number for that one. But yeah, very, very nice. We're <laughs> definitely going down memory lane with yeah. these phones. Do you think so? You wouldn't be tempted by I just, a, I, no. I don't like just because a lot of the things I do and things with foldable, you're talking, you know, hinges and everything and, and dust and sand and stuff gets stuck in it. I just, I don't know. I like, I, I moved away from foldable phones a long, long time ago. I might like my phone to just be in solid and one piece and robust. That's one thing why I haven't kind of, you know, like my iPhones but one reason why I haven't upgraded to like the 8 because it's glass both sides I'd smash it within about five minutes <laughs> yeah yeah that is that is true it's kind of um, we use our phones for so much now as well yeah. don't we it's kind of a real integral part of day-to-day life so I guess if you break your phone you're in great yep. trouble yeah, much. Uh, next story you have for us Nick just a reminder as well if you want to ask Nick a question you can get in touch for 001 or if you want to use the Dubai Eye app, you can message us for free. It comes in the same way or 04871 So, Nick, the next story we're going to look at is all about Home Office uh, 365 subscription. Microsoft are trying to make it a little more value for money, shall yeah, we say. Yeah, Microsoft's trying to attract more people to uh, get an Office 365 home subscription. And what they've done is they've basically done two things. Um, with the standard subscription, you can now have six people using uh, Office 365 as compared to five previously. And now also Microsoft will allow you to install Office on an unlimited number of devices. So you could install it on pretty much any number of like work laptops or personal and things like that. And then you can sign with your own account to use it, which is a pretty good, um, pretty good deal, I would think. Uh, also, each user 
user in the plan will get one terabyte of OneDrive uh, storage space, and you have access to things like Word, Excel, PowerPoint, Outlook, Publisher, Access, and uh, and also 60 Skype minutes to uh, call landlines around the world. So it's pretty cool. It is it is retailing for $99, so it's not too bad, and that's per year. Uh, it's not a bad you know price point if you've if you've got you know a household that needs access to Office applications and you just want to sort of figure out a, a painless way to manage mm-hmm. uh, people's access to it. It's a really good deal, and I think now you know uh, Microsoft is sort of figuring out that more people want to try and use Office compared to like Google Docs things like that. So this sort of like sweeping the deal and extending it to more uh, one more user and allowing unlimited installations is, is a pretty good deal if you ask me. Okay. I always forget that things like Word and Excel come part of an office bundle. Yeah. <laughs> and I yeah. had to back, I had to buy it for my Mac, you know, to yeah. install it. What's but. funny is in, in, back in the day, you could actually purchase the packages separately. So you could buy Word separately, yeah. Excel. And then Microsoft just said, hey, why don't we just charge people one price and you get everything and away you go. And that's kind of how Office was born. Mm. Very cool. It is, it is one of those things that I guess when I first came across it, I was probably in school. So it was kind of something that was packaged up and you didn't really think about it. Yeah. yeah. My, I yeah. think my first version of Office was Office 95. Uh, and that was like yes. on Windows 95 with the blue startup screen and everything. It was lovely. And then I, I figured out things like bold and italic and word out came along and then just my life. <laughs> my life changed for the better, I would hope. Yeah. I, I'm still disappointed that it's not just a free app because, like, everyone uses Word. Who doesn't use Word? Yeah, but and I, Excel? I, I think with if you look at if you look at the functionality available in Word versus say Google Docs, they're miles apart, mm. and that's why Google Docs and Google Sheets and everything is free because you have basic functionality in it. But with Word, you have so much more powerful stuff you can do, and that takes time and effort and money to mm. of developers and stuff like that. So in order to pay those people, you have to charge people a price for it. So you know, it would be nice if Microsoft put together like put out like a starter edition of Word where you had basic functionality, and if you wanted like the full blown access of of uh, what Word can do, you would pay for a subscription. But I think I mean I don't mind paying for the software because it is good software, and they're having people and teams behind it for years developing it. So they need to be compensated for that as well. Okay, indeed. So another story we're looking at, though, Nick, today is about Instagram because lots of people uh, use Instagram and often you see, particularly if it's a gadget or some clothing, someone might be like, oh, where did you get that from? Mm -hmm. And um, now you can often find dots with links where you can buy things. But this is taking that one step further. Yeah, so Instagram did roll out that update where certain brands could basically tag products uh, in their posts so that people could click on them for more information and then direct them to the website to to uh, buy accordingly. But what uh, may be coming in the future is an actual Instagram shopping app wow. wherein, where you could basically scroll through feeds of particular brands and uh, essentially look at what they're selling and shop directly in the, in the app without going anywhere. And I think it's an interesting take for um, for Instagram, we don't have much details at the moment, but mm-hmm. it's 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 interesting. I think it'd be a, a definitely a way that Instagram could um, charge particular brands a flat fee to you know have their brands listed on the shopping app and kind of try and direct people from the Instagram app to the shopping app and vice versa. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it would be interesting to see whether Instagram actually rolls this out or or not because I think uh, when you look at a lot of the stuff that's being sold on Instagram, whether it's a brand or a small business and things like that, Instagram is very very visual medium, and if you've got photos and videos of your products on there that people can simply mm. just tap and buy yeah. that's that's a great platform it saves you from like setting up a website and things like that yourself if you can just sell it directly through Instagram yeah I mean you see it already don't you can you come up with 
the sponsored posts from yeah, certain yeah. brands and retailers where you can just literally click on that sponsored post and uh, and purchase the product there and then. And it is nice to be able to scroll through all the images of things that you can purchase. So um, I guess they would move all of that to this shopping app. But again, I see a lot of people wanting to purchase products through this because, as you say, visualization is everything. With the show. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. nice. I'll just have yeah. one of those. Is there anything that you think, though, you wouldn't be so keen on purchasing through through this service, Nick? Okay. Comment on that is if you ever see, I forget the name of the brand because there's so many brands that are selling the same product. But if you see an, uh, a sponsored post or an ad or whatever on Instagram for this uh, mirror tie, it's basically a tie made out of hexagons and hexagons are actually mirrors. Okay. And you may think it looks nice and flashy, whatever, but please don't buy it. It is like the worst <laughs> fashion thing I've seen in my life. I'm fascinated by this. I don't know what it is. I'm going to have to find I, out. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to see if I can Google it over here. But basically, I'm going to type in hexagon mirror tie. And yeah, it's exactly that. Images of a hexagon mirror tie. Hextie.com. That's Hextie. The, oh, my word. I look at that and it just... I just, I just want to throw my phone across the room because they sell it in ties. They sell it as bow ties as well. And apparently they think that guys want to wear this. I like, want to see oh, it. Oh, no, it's bad. Oh, no, it's got one with LEDs in yeah, it and it all lights just, up as well. It's just terrible. Oh, no. It's just awful. Okay. And okay. So it looks like a piece of Thor's outfit, really. Not it? even. Kind that would of. be an insult to Thor. Sorry. And they have a gold. <laughs> You've a go- lost me now, you two. <laughs> they've got a gold on. one as well that they're selling. It's just, it's just so terrible. But yeah, that's definitely one thing I would never buy off of Instagram. Now, when it comes to like things like food or other like stuff for the home furniture and things like that, yeah. I've looked at other stuff and said like, oh, I've clicked through and follow the brand and and um, you know, especially for clothing, whether it's casuals or formals and things like that. Uh, there are definitely some good brands on Instagram that. that yeah. Have the Instagram game on point, um, but yeah, I mean, I think it's very cool if you were able to just go into a dedicated app which you knew was just for shopping. You could scroll to various Instagram brands, see what they are showcasing, and just buy directly from there. Very I guess cool. the interesting thing about that is as well, if it is a you know different app, you will know that it is always yes. promoted, sponsored. Yes. Yes. You know, you know, it's not somebody subtly yeah. promoting something. <laughs> it Trying is definitely an advert for the product, correct? And that's that's quite nice. Does this mean as well if it all goes through one specific shopping app that things hopefully will be quality controlled as well because you don't you yeah, see some terrible there's some, stuff there's some questionable things on instagram yeah. at the moment yeah um I'm, I'm hoping yes because i think in order to get onto instagram shopping app you need to have not just in terms of like social following and things like that, but just the, the the quality of the products you're trying to sell need to be of a certain level i think instagram will go through uh, the products you're, you're uploading, making sure that everything is fine. You're not charging an extortion amount of money for them. You can arrange for shipping and taxes and things like that. So there will be some sort of quality control in 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 uh, process, sort of pro- sort of process in place because mm. I think otherwise you'd have everybody rushing to the platform and it would just be like Instagram is yeah. not just filled with people who think they can sell anything uh, on Instagram. Okay, uh, we're continuing the conversation on Drive Live Talks Technology in a few minutes' time. Drive Live Talks Technology. In association with Samsung. So, good evening, almost. It's 10 to 5, you're listening to Drive Live. Our guest in the studio is Nick Rago from Tech Radar. Hello. Nick, good to have you on the show. Always good to be here. And I was just saying to you a couple of seconds ago that you, um, your beloved Alexa is deceased. Yes, well, one of my Alexas is no more. My first... One true love in my home is, yeah, leading, is, is sleeping with the fishies. Aww. Basically, what happened is um, I was sitting on the couch with some friends and uh, we were just like just 
just playing video games, things like that. And one of them, Alexa's basically on a pedestal, literally. Of course she is. Um, <laughs> near the couch so that so that she can hear me, not because, you know, I elevated to a whole new level. But anywho, so she's on a little pedestal by the couch. And so one of my friends was playing uh, uh, basically with the controller near her. And, and we were having a really good time with one of these games. And he got really excited. <laughs> and he just kind of spread his arms out and he whacked Alexa and she fell off the pedestal and then oh dear. broke. Aww. Oh dear, oh dear. Yes. Oh yes, dear! Did it, did it give a little a little yelp or scream? You know in what? Horror? Funny enough, she did not, but uh, I certainly did. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so sadly she is no more. So uh, I'm going to be connecting, uh, um, hooking myself up with a new one, maybe next week or the week after. So that's that's going to be a fun thing to do. But luckily, I still have my backup uh, Echo Dot in the kitchen, so I can still control my lights and oh, everything, which is what a relief. I know, you know? I can hear music, hear my updates in the morning and everything. And yeah, by the way, I, I forgot to mention this uh, a couple of weeks ago we uh, as an i have developed an alexa skill so if you miss hearing my voice on the radio you can actually hear it every day in the comfort of your own home Uh-oh. so oh, here we go so basically <laughs> here if we you, go if you go into the alexa skills uh, section and you look for uh, tech creator tech news you can enable it and then tell alexa what's my flash briefing and then i will give you the daily tech updates for the day you can get that with dubai eye too that's true. Yeah, We're on there too. Uh, RARN News Center updates touché, are there. Touche, yeah. touche. So <laughs> it's very clever, but we can do it too. Um, also, Nick, you are not having much luck with personal technology because I'm you not. We also have to say RIP to another one of your I devices. Know. What is going on this week? I, I, just, I just don't know. So basically, I'm going to be uh, on a flight tonight. And uh, this is a true first world problem when you're going on an Emirates flight and you've watched all the movies and all the TV shows. and Not there's, possible. There's nothing. <laughs> genuinely, I've gone not through. Possible. I've gone to the catalog. There's nothing left that I can genuinely enjoy or watch in peace. So I said, let me just dig out my old iPad. It's an iPad 2, but it still works. You know, everything is fine. Yeah. Screen's wonderful. It's covered in lovely stickers. So I'm happy with it. I said, let me dig that out. Let me get my Netflix account logged in there. I can download some some TV shows and everything and watch it on the plane. But I have realized today that my iPad 2 is dead. So the battery in it, because I haven't used it in two years, Aww. the battery in it has basically died and it's not charging anymore. And I, I, everything I've tried, it just, it's breathed at last. So yeah, I can't exactly it, it you know looking at devices like this makes me miss the days when batteries were removable like in old phones and yeah you could just basically pry it out and pop a new one in and everybody was happy always but forgiven this thing is literally welded shut so i have no intentions whatsoever of trying to pry it open so i think it's just gonna be used as a serving tray oh, it's, like, it's a placemat <laughs> or a, place or a coaster or, or massive something. coaster yeah, yeah so it's gonna rip go back to my uh, into my bedside drawer then sadly Okay, so final story for now, Nick. This is um, all about the Xbox, the adaptive controllers now. Yeah. I love the story. And this is something that Xbox released a few months ago where they've designed um, a controller, a video game controller that you can connect to your, to your Xbox that is meant for gamers with disabilities. So people yeah. who are using, uh, who can't necessarily um, use a standard joystick. This one can integrate with all kinds of uh, other devices that you use on a daily basis for uh, now navigating through menus for pressing buttons and things like that and and it's something that you know Microsoft has been working on for a while and they finally released it and it's now available um, in the Microsoft stores and online for $100 so anyone who sort of has uh, some sort of disability and and can't quite use a regular Xbox controller this is a fantastic piece of kit to get because it can integrate with your current equipment and with other um, sort of uh, equipment that you'd use to 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 help you navigate things like the Xbox navigate menus and things like that uh, and all of it can and can integrate directly into it and so you could play some of the latest and greatest games 
very easily rather than trying to struggle with a standard Xbox controller, which I think is quite remarkable. Mm. Yeah, I think it's uh, anything that can, you know, help it become more accessible to more people is fantastic. Yeah, and I I think honestly, Microsoft is one of the one of the few companies that have actually, you know, gone the extra mile and done this because there are a few um, controllers that can be used for video gaming on the PC and things like that, but they're very limited. Yeah, this is basically the recognizable Xbox format. Uh, You can map pretty much all of the buttons, all of the actions, you can move things around. It is a fantastic controller. So if there's if there's a you know somebody who's into gaming and has some sort of disability that prevents them from using a standard Xbox controller, this is definitely a fantastic investment to make, hundred percent. Great idea. Um we just had um I don't want to ask you that Nick, we've had uh, a text message in saying, just wondering, do you know what happened to the Messenger app? It doesn't seem to be available on the app store anymore. Um Nothing's happened to it as far still as... Still there, I, right? Yeah, it's still there. Yeah, I, I've checked. It's on my phone. It's got some updates literally two days ago. So I think it's there. Maybe just check the check which store you're sign into, whether it's Android or iOS, and make sure that Messenger is available in that particular country store. Okay. okay. You brought in some cookies, Nick, just to I wrap did. up. <laughs> we're, um, ending on a, we're ending on a great note. Yeah. <laughs> and you you were saying that it was a recipe you wanted to try. You'd seen it on Instagram or somewhere, was it? Yes. yes. It, well, no, I saw it on, on Netflix, on okay. Chef's Table. Yeah. And you wanted us to guess what was in the cookies. Yes. So there's basically eight key uh, things that have been mixed into this cookie batter. And uh, I think Emma got a few of them. Okay. So we've got to try and see if you can figure it out. Say the ones that you've got so far. I said oats and M&Ms. Okay. Oats and M&Ms. Yeah. Um, Is there... um, Oh, I don't know. Oats and... They were yeah. There was a lot going on in there. Yeah. There was definitely chocolate. <laughs> there was definitely the usual sort of flour. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there coffee in them, Nick? There is ground coffee in them. Yes. Ooh. Well done. There's nuts as well. I there's, thought. There's no nuts. There's oh. no nuts. Oh, what was that then? That was oats. Oats. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, this is hard. Yeah. Yeah. You still you still got about at least four or five more to go. Uh, we said coconut. There's no coconut. No coconut. In it, no. Is there? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have no idea. I've got completely drawn a blank. Completely. <laughs> yeah, give us give us a clue. Okay, so one of them is um, something you would have as a snack. It's something salty. Um, crisps. Yes. Ah. There's potato chips in there or crisps. Yes. Oh, and crackers. Not crackers, but you're close. It is. There's something cracker esque in there. That is biscuits e- in there. No, equally oh. salty. Pretzels. Pretzels, yes. That must have been what I mistook for uh, nuts. Before we get too carried away on this, someone's just a very late text in asking about wireless headphones for TV. Now, Nick, the reason why I'm interested in this is, Mm -hmm. is there a difference between if you wanted to get wireless headphones to listen to music, to TV, to gaming? Uh, well, some of the gaming headsets are, the, the padding on them is a lot more extreme, they're a lot bigger okay. because you're going to be playing games for an extended period Explosive of time. Explosive noises, well, that kind of stuff. Uh, yeah, so the sound quality is different, but also you want something that's comfortable because you mm. don't want to be something that's really pressing against your ears. So the gaming headsets are meant to deliver uh, a, a sort of a more immersive sound versus something listening to music and things like that. Uh, when it comes to wireless for the TV, really, you know, any good standard Bluetooth headset will suffice as long as you're... Uh, TV accepts Bluetooth connections because okay. if it doesn't, then you've got to have a really long cable uh, stretching from your headphones to the 3.5 mm jack at the back of your TV. So as long as your phone, as long as your sorry, as your TV has Bluetooth support, you should be able to pair any standard good quality headset to it and listen to it wirelessly. Okay, that's all we've got time for Aww. on Drive Live Talks Technology. Aww. Nick Rago is from Tech Radar. Nick, it's been a pleasure. It's been fun, guys. Thanks a lot.
There's just so much more to hear. Download our podcasts at DubaiEye1038.com.